0: What is up? This is Evan Lovett, and thanks for tuning in to my podcast, In a Minute with Evan Lovett, an Odyssey original brought to you by yours truly, your host, Evan Lovett, where you may know me from my social media page, LA in a Minute. I'd love to invite you along for a personal and intimate ride as I share interesting facts about all sorts of things you didn't know that you needed to know. Be entertained and informed as I bring you into my mind to see the world through my lens. There's history everywhere, as long as you know where to look. Let's get into it. Yo, episode number 29, live from the I Am Studios in the heart of Los Angeles. And before we get into it today, I want you to do two things. Number one, Hit the follow and subscribe button so you can get alerted when the new episodes drop. Number two, go right now, right now, while you still got the phone in your hand. Scroll down, give me that five-star rating, and leave a review. It is very, very important to In a minute with Evan Lovett. It's important to the algorithm for our exposure. Hopefully, you're here because you love the podcast, and doing these things really helped me get more reach and distribution, which keeps us growing, which is so important, so thank you. Now, I am psyched to jump into this show. I want to give you a quick rundown of this episode because the calendar is hitting September and that's the symbolic end of the summer. Labor Day is upon us and this is supposed to be back to school weekend, but the kids have already been in school for damn near a month. At least the public school kids, even private school kids are going back earlier Every conversation I've had with a parent over the last few weeks, even some with non-parents and most of these conversations starting by me, involve why the hell are kids going back to school in the middle of August? So you know me, within a minute here, I did the research and I found numerous reasons why and some of them kind of make sense, many of them are pretty flimsy, but at least I answer it, so stay tuned for that, but this is the real exciting part. I dive into something that is at the core of my soul. And I know it's super nerdy, but I've always been into it. And this is kind of something that inspired me to launch LA in a minute. Famous alumni from Los Angeles area high schools. And what I mean by that is like growing up knowing that Val Kilmer went to Chatsworth or the Red Hot Chili Peppers met at Fairfax. That really excites me. So I did all the research and tried to figure out which schools Have the biggest powerhouse alumni. Did your school make the cut? Mine did not. Not by a long shot, but I still love this. So I literally go school by school, meticulous research here, to find out the Mount Rushmore of all Mount Rushmores, the top 10 LA schools with the most impactful, well-known alumni. Make sure you stick around for that. That's at the end. And even if your school isn't top 10, you could still go down this list and just be amazed at the wide breadth of legends that have been produced from LA high schools in all walks of life. So dust off your textbooks, strap on your backpack, because we're going back to school. All right, y'all, let's get into it. Yep. We got to start with something that happened in L.A. this week. All the kids are back in school. All of them. Some went back on August 14th, LAUSD. But now even the private school kids are back. And frankly, Labor Day, after Labor Day, I've had teachers tell me this. My sister-in-law is a teacher, wonderful teacher. We have friends that are teachers. But after Labor Day is when school really turns into school. So why not hold off and start it then? But before I get into anything, I I, want to, I want to just hammer home how annoying that early start date is like back in my day, back in my day. Yep. Here I go. Old guy. But seriously, back in my day, we always started in September. It's called summer vacation, not go back to school during summer vacation. So I need to address this early start date. It was bothering me and it bothers a lot of other parents I was talking to. Although I got to admit, there's some parents that are like, yo, I wanted the kids to go back to school, get them out of the house. And I get it. I get it. But for me, it's this. Why? Why torture kids, annoy parents, cut vacation short or cut them off entirely and put the schools through the extra cost? Literally, I have numbers on how much more it costs the schools to go back to school early. Because running AC on full blast for a month before school is really supposed to start gets pretty damn expensive. And all but four of the county's 80 school districts start in August. And that's according to the LA County Office of Education. And by the way, if that number, 80 school districts, sounds high to you, it is high, but check this out. There's stuff like Alhambra Unified, Duarte Unified, El Segundo Unified, right? So when I say 80 districts, I'm serious, which is kind of crazy. But as you know, LAUSD is the biggest district. But all of them but four start in August. So why? Why is that? Simply put, educators say it's a better way to lay out the school year. Okay. Okay. Well, why? Why is it a better way? Well... Moving up the start date accomplishes a number of educational goals. It allows for the entire first semester to finish before winter break. Now, that's a big one. I get that. I do remember having finals after winter break sometimes, and I thought it was weird. But it wasn't weird enough that I would have wanted to start in August. But maybe for the teachers, the momentum, the, the changeover in the calendar. Okay, okay, I'm, I get that one. But another reason why the school starts so early, and this is very niche in my opinion, it gives students more times to prepare, more time to prepare for the state standardized tests and advanced placement exams. I want to know how many students exactly have advanced placement exams or classes. And as far as standardized test prep, I think they shouldn't spend specific class time on that anyway. Like it tests your overall test taking ability. So why fudge it with teachers spending class time on that? It's usually like, Hey, the test is, I don't know, September 30th, get ready, bring your number two pencil, but there's still more reasons. Here's another one. The calendar change also allowed school districts to extend their winter breaks. That's one of the reasons to start earlier, which lets them schedule catch up classes during that time. Now, this year, for whatever reason, is the first time I've ever heard of scheduling catch-up or makeup classes. I didn't know, and maybe they didn't when I was growing up, that they have makeup class days during break, which is a thing now. Like, for instance, LA just had these huge rains, this huge summer, almost hurricane, tropical storm, that canceled classes. So they were going to add a makeup day during one of the break sessions. Now, ironically, it turns out that they didn't add the new day, Um Apparently, there's now 183 school days, whereas there was only 180. Uh, A teacher out there, please correct me if that is wrong. Give me a DM. I'll, I'll let everybody know. But that's what I see is it's extra school days. But that gives a vacancy to make up school days or to allow for canceled days. So that was one reason for the calendar change. So all that is why we're starting in August now, this annoying starting time. Let me give you something else. Look at this. I couldn't find the exact dollar figures in Los Angeles, but I did in Palm Springs where it gets to 118 degrees and they also start in August. The earlier start increases the school district's electric bill. Listen to this number. This is Palm Springs. $6,500 more per day in August, mostly in air conditioning costs. This is from the Palm Springs school district and they only have 28 schools. LAUSD has more than a thousand schools. So do that math. That's like just what, 40 times the number of schools? 250 grand a day extra. We're paying taxpayer dollars in Los Angeles to send schools, to send kids back to school early in August. Now, don't get me wrong, September's hot, October's hot, I know it, we're cranking AC, but let's at least save a million bucks every week. Uh, during August, I don't know, I mean, uh, teachers, talk to me, educators, talk to me, do we really need to be back earlier, it's weird, so here's another one, the last reason, from the head of Atlanta public schools, I didn't get any quotes from LAUSD people, but Atlanta, which started August 5th, oh my god, August 5th, I can't even imagine that, well, when you start school after Labor Day, and end school in June. Again, this is from the head of Atlanta schools. Quote, unquote, the last month is simply not taken as seriously. The end of the year is perceived as being time that is sometimes not used to maximum value. And students occasionally don't show up after Memorial Day. What? School was school. Like it or hate it. Yeah, people ditch or whatever. But I don't remember people peacing out for the entire final month. So, sounds like some... Uh, A little bit of creative uh, verbiage for me, but again, somebody let me know because I get that first reason, but the rest are just like, damn, and that extra cost, not worth it in my opinion. So like it or not, it is here to stay, except in the Northeast. By the way, Boston, New York, even into Virginia and Michigan, school starts September 8th or later so i don't know i feel like that's a fairly educated part of the united states um we all dip in the same pool of education why are they starting at the normal time the time we should be somebody tell me but it's here to stay at least in la and i don't like it but i don't have a say in the matter anyway let me know what you think because this earlier august school time just doesn't doesn't make sense to me here in los angeles Now, what does make sense here in Los Angeles and is so much fun, especially if you're a nerd like me, (laughs) is looking at the alumni from the local high schools. I know. I know. But there's a document. And again, this got to be important to some people because the LAUSD officially put together this document called the Los Angeles Unified School District Alumni History and Hall of Fame Project. Woo, this, this is something I would have licked my chops over when I was, this is something I'm excited about now. I used to always, always, and still do, take note of what famous or even notorious people went to what high schools in LA. I'm not kidding. If it stems from sports, especially, I can tell you John Elway went to Granada, Oscar De La Hoya went to Garfield, or outside Ice Cube went to Taft, Marilyn Monroe went to Van Nuys. But the thing is, even like Charlie Sheen going to Santa Monica Slash at Fairfax and Beverly Hills, that stuff just lit the fire for me, especially when I was younger. But as I became older, it was sort of a direct link to what ended up becoming L.A. in a minute. And I know our schools out here, at least the public ones in L.A., get some guff. So I think a strong alumni list can fire up the folks that went to these fine schools. So I want to give a little shine to the LAUSD for once, all right? And no, I didn't forget the private schools. You can't in LA, they won't let you sometimes. But in my book, they get an asterisk and it's my rankings list. So yes, there's some powerhouses, powerhouses here that may not make the ultimate top 10. And they may not rank as high as you like, but if you got a problem, Leave me a comment. Let me know. I do want to know who I forgot. This is not comprehensive. I try to do cross-checking, fact-checking. I use this Hall of Fame list. I use Wikipedia. I went to school alumni list. But there will be some people that are not included. So I apologize. Leave me a comment. And also let me know what schools you think are ranked too low and who should be, sh- who should be higher. This is your chance to show off that school spirit. And look, here's the truth. I'm going to keep it real. There are some very important people that aren't on these school lists. I'm talking Nobel Prize winners, scientists, authors, educators, Olympic athletes. But for these specific purposes, I'm going for name recognition. And if you haven't noticed, I'm not a movie TV celeb guy. So there might be some actors and actresses that fly right by my radar. But if they're even in my realm than then they get on the list so just let me know in the comments you know how I roll every Friday the post every day I'm gonna put up an Instagram story so I'm gonna start with my high school Monroe in North Hills formerly Sepulveda geographic center of the valley go Vikings it's not the most impressive list but I'm proud of it all right First up is Angeline, she of the billboards, the self-made Los Angeles icon, pink Corvette. She went to Monroe. A recent one is Hobson, the rapper. Now, I'd heard he went to Monroe, didn't think much of it. Not to say didn't think much of his work, but okay, that's cool. But Eminem name dropped him in a recent track, and honestly, I thought that was dope, so that's cool. Deborah Winger, the actress who went to Monroe. But one of my favorite alumni, who was notorious at the time as an evil criminal, and then became sort of a cult hero, Kevin Mitnick, the first hacker, and by the way, there's going to be an LA in a minute episode on this, because that is cool, but this dude invented hacking in like the late 70s, and he went to Monroe, so put him on the list. Also, shout out to my boy, one of my very close friends, John Ennis, Major League Baseball pitcher, Phillies, Tigers, Braves, so... Not a like amazing list, but I'm proud of it. So that's that's Monroe, and now I'm gonna go school by school until I get to the top ten. If you don't hear your school again, let me know. I'll, I'll I'll make a note. But for now, I try to be pretty damn comprehensive, and you know how I do. So let's do this. I'm gonna go alphabetically. If your school's not listed, it might be in the top ten unless it somehow didn't cross my radar. But let's go. So I'm going to start with Mission Hills, Alamany, which by the way, is where my American Legion baseball team played their home games. You got Judith Baca. She did the great wall of Los Angeles. She spearheaded that project. Amazing project. It's right there near um, Valley College in Valley Village. And it's one of the longest murals in the world. And it's really cool. Tells the history of Los Angeles through mural. That was Judith Baca's uh, brainchild. So she went to Alamany. Cheech from Cheech and Chong went to Alamany. And John Tejada, one of the early DJs, also went to Alamany. Not bad. Tidy little list. Next up, we got the Banning Pilots. A host of pro athletes. No super huge names, but the biggest non-athlete name was Don Cott, the former auto dealer. So Banning's an old school school, but not a lot of names on there. Next up is the Bell Eagles. Again, not a huge list, but Ed Roth, the famous car designer, early, early car designer, he went to Bell High. Bell and Banning, by the way, if you guys are listening, let me know who I forgot because I kind of, I'm like, there has to be more, but I'm I'm checking and cross-checking sources and there just wasn't really a ton for those schools. Okay, next up, we got Belmont High, the Sentinels. Interesting name, all right? Craig Elwood, famous architect. Anthony Quinn, the actor, Jack Webb of Dragnet fame, and Ricardo Montalban. He was from Cuba, but he was a huge actor in Mexican films. And then later on, Planet of the Apes, Fantasy Island. So Belmont has a pretty good pretty good list. Now we go to Buckley. Oh, oh Buckley. You private school, you is the Griffins, which is kind of funny. That's cool. And their list is kind of funny and cool. You got Paris Hilton, Tatiana Ali. And by the way, I got to say this now because Tatiana Ali is going to show up on another list. And so are a number of people. Some people went to multiple high schools. And I'm not going to discriminate. I'm going to give them both. If they're on the list, they're on the list. So don't be like, oh, he went there, but he graduated from there. I'm giving them both. All right? Um, so... In addition to Paris and Tatiana Ali, you got P.T. Anderson, director. Some great films, including one of my favorites, Magnolia. Tevin Campbell, Natalie Cole, Laura Dern, Brett Easton Ellis. I'm not a fiction guy, but his books, uh, American Psycho, holy crap. Sarah Melissa Gilbert, Rashida Jones, Kim and Rob Kardashian, Alyssa Milano, Matthew Perry, Nicole Richie, and Tucker Carlson. I did not know Tucker Carlson went to Buckley. That was interesting. I was like, okay, okay. Next up, Birmingham, who in my day was the Braves and is now the Patriots. Check this one out. This one I had to double check because I was like, what? Massimo Giannuli. If you guys remember in the 90s, maybe even in the early aughts, Massimo, like the clothing brand, surf skate brand. That dude went to Bur- I always thought it was Italian. That dude went to Birmingham. That's funny. Bill Handel, KFI DJ. Pam, Pam Skost, one of the founders of Juicy. I thought that was interesting. That's pretty cool. Jermaine Jackson, Michael Milken, famed and infamed, infamous uh, businessman, if you will. Michael Ovitz, Disney fame. And Daniel Pearl. The journalist who passed away, unfortunately, that's terrible. But Birmingham, pretty good list. Pretty good list. Next up is the Brentwood School. The Eagles. They got Andrew Breitbart. A Breitbart fame. I'm sure him and Tucker Carlson have had a couple conversations. Jonah Hill. John Landau, the producer. The entirety of Maroon 5. Fred and Ben Savage. And Casey Wasserman. Not a bad, not a bad list. Next up, the Canoga Park Hunters. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought this would have been a lot more impressive. They're the oldest high school in the West Valley, 1914. But the best I could find was Brian Cranston, who's dope, Breaking Bad, huge Dodger fan, and LeVar Ball, big baller brand, father of famous ball athletes. Now we got the Carson Colts. They beat my 1995 Monroe High Baseball team in the semis, denying us the chance to play at Dodger Stadium. Damn you, Carson. They got a bunch of pro athletes. They also got Ab Soul, a rapper I was into a little bit, and Ray J. So I thought Carson would have a little bit more on the list, but hmm, what are you going to do? Chatsworth Chancellors, some big dogs on here. But not enough to qualify for the chip. Not enough to be in the Hall of Fame. Brian Grazer. Val Kilmer. Kevin Spacey. Kirk Cameron. Not bad. Not bad. Cleveland High Cavaliers. Man. Cleveland. A long list of like almost there, but not heavy hitters. There's a heavy hitter, but the list is close. But you got Harvey Levin. TMZ, that's a big dog right there. Brett Saberhagen, MLB pitcher, not quite Hall of Famer, but was dope. Nick Young of the NBA. Y'all know Nick Young. Patrice Cullors, one of the founders of Black Lives Matter. And also of note for Cleveland is Pamela DeBar, most famous for being a rock and roll groupie. Now, why is that notorious? Because she actually was in I'm the band confessions of a groupie and kind of blew the lid off on that whole lifestyle in a positive way. So she went to Cleveland. Be proud. Be proud. Next up is the Crenshaw Cougars. The Crenshaw is a good one. Crenshaw. I always knew Daryl Strawberry. Hitting a home run, Dodger Stadium championship game. Daryl Strawberry. Larry Elder. Talk show host and presidential candidate. Ice tea, How you like that? Thundercat. And there's a nice list of pro athletes that came out there, so that's pretty dope. I mean, Crenshaw's a good one. Crenshaw's a good one. Next up is, Cren- uh, is Crespi, the Celts. Maybe it's the Celtics, but I think it's the Celts. And uh Nelson, you guys remember that hairband in the late 80s? Maybe not. Gunner and Matthew Nelson. And a ton of athletes. Shout out to Trevor Plouffe and Jeff Supan. Russell White. Those are the those are the Crespi athletes. So, is a private school in the Valley. I thought they'd be a little bit more uh, notorious with their alum, but it is what it is. Next up is the Eagle Rock. Can you guess the nickname? Because it's the Eagles. It's a pretty easy one. It's a really interesting, eclectic list. A lot of musicians. Famous tuba, trombone players. A lot of artists, architects, photographers, landscape architects, but not many household names. I think Lindsay Wagner was the biggest name in my opinion. Again, if I'm missing anybody, let me know. Now we move on out. Hold on, I think the sound got off a little bit. Okay, here we go. Now we move on out to the West Valley. El Camino Real. Now, El Camino Real used to be the Conquistadors, but they've changed their name now to the Royals. Pretty legit school. I thought the list would be a little bit doper. It's cool. It's cool. But I, I imagine them getting into the top 10. So they got Robbie Coltrane, which is John Coltrane's son. America Ferreira, the it girl of the moment. Tiffany Hottish. Jesse James Hollywood, notorious L.A. drug dealer slash criminal. He's going to be an episode. And Randy Wolfe. Jewish left-handed pitcher who ended up pitching for the Dodgers, I think the Brewers I got a hit off him in high school, that's that's one of my baseball career highlights next up, Franklin Panthers Alan Arkin Sheriff Lee Baca LAPD Police Chief Daryl Gates and tennis trailblazer Bobby Riggs, who played in a male versus female uh, match in the early 70s to prove that uh, women and men were equal, at least in tennis, and did a great job Next up, Fremont Pathfinders. I will always remember Eric Davis, E.D., Eric the Red, who also hangs out in Woodland Hills these days, but he went to Fremont. Lou Filippo, Kenneth Hahn, who the park is named after, and the members of the band, the Penguins. Gardena High, which used to be the Mohicans, is now the Panthers. Decent list over here. Doc Ellis, baseball pitcher who threw a no-hitter while he was on acid. Check out that story. That is dope. Gardena Hive. Dennis Gilbert, superstar agent, specifically baseball agent, but I think he does all sports. D.L. Hughley, who's going to be on this list again. And Tyga. (laughs) Did not know Tyga went to Gardena. Garfield Bulldogs. Very interesting one because the movie Stand and Deliver with Lou Diamond Phillips, who did not go there, but the movie was about the math. I think it was calculus, actually. So that was Garfield. So just on the strength of that, they almost made this Hall of Fame list. But they still got some decent ones. Oscar De La Hoya, for the dudes from Los Lobos, Ricardo Lara, who was the first LGBTQ elected official in California history as the California Insurance Commissioner. So not a long list, but a strong list. Like it. I like it. Next up, Granada High Highlanders. Shout out to my mom. My mom went there. I think she was class of 68. Valerie Bertinelli. Not she's not my mom, but she also went there. John Elway, as mentioned, who was, by the way, a baseball star too, in addition to what he accomplished in football. Robert England. Who ended up being Freddy Krueger straight out of Granada. Think about that in Halloween. And what's funny, I used to trick-or-treat around that area. My parents would drive me over there. That's funny. Freddy Krueger. Grant High. The Grant Lancers. Gilbert Arenas. Agent Zero. Mickey Dolenz of the Monkees. The Band Toto. And Tom Selleck. Not bad. Not bad. Hamilton High. Go Yankees. (laughs) My best friend since birth is a huge Yankee fan. Go Yankees. Layla Ali, Muhammad Ali's daughter. L.A. Mayor Karen Bass. Hmm. Rita Hayworth, legendary pin-up model beauty actress. Al Michaels, one of the all-time greatest broadcasters. Warren Moon, who was set the standard for quarterbacks. And oh, by the way, happened to be black when they thought blacks couldn't play quarterback. Went to Hamilton High. One of my favorites growing up. Robert Shapiro, maybe best known as being uh, OJ's attorney, but was involved in a lot of big time cases. Lee Steinberg, one of the first mega agents. He went to Hamilton. Now Harvard-Westlake, Studio City. The Wolverines. Candace Bergen, who I knew from Murphy Brown. Governor Gray Davis. Not bad when you got a governor on your list. The trio of Jack Flaherty, Max Free, Lucas Giolito. And the reason why this comes up is because all three of those dudes were not, are not just MLB pitchers. They were all opening day starters in the same year. And they were in the same rotation. Pitching rotation at Harvard-Westlake. That's pretty impressive. Eric Garcetti, recent mayor. John Paul Getty. Maggie and Jake Gyllenhaal. Mark Harmon. Danika McKellar from the Wonder Years. IYKYK, if you know, you know. And Alyssa Thompson, current and future soccer superstar. Changing the game. All Harvard-Westlake. That's got a case for the top 10, I will say. I will say. But now we go down to Huntington Park, the Spartans. Opened in 1909. 114 years? The only one I could find that made the list was Tex Winter, the inventor of the triangle offense. Huntington Park, Spartan folk, let me know if I missed anybody. Jefferson High Democrats. they barely missed the cuts. There's so many famous jazz musicians and important people. But you got Roy Ayers, Ralph Bunch. Bunch Hall at UCLA is named after this man. Dorothy Dandridge, Pancho Gonzalez, Etta James. Etta James. The Platters, soul group 60s and 70s. And Johnny Guitar Watson. That's a good list. I like Jefferson High. Jordan Bulldogs, the Panthers down in Long Beach. Handful of football players. Andrew Lane, who is the producer of High School Musical. Bob Denver. Not from Denver, surprisingly. No, I'm just kidding. Vince Staples, who can drop some bars, but is not super consistent. And one of my favorite, and if you grew up in my era, you know what I'm talking about. Warren G. Jordan. There you go. Now, Kennedy High. Right down the street from my house. They were a baseball-dominant program in my era. I always remember they go coo, 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 cougars. So they're the cougars. And now I told you I was a baseball nerd. Played against John Garland, Termel Sledge. They also had Garrett Anderson there. So a lot, a lot of good baseball stuff. Cuba Gooding Jr. went to Kennedy. And so did the Alcoholics. AKA the Licks. one of my favorite rap groups in college. So that's Kennedy right there. Now we got Lincoln Tigers. It's a short list, but it's an important list. You got Jose Limon, a pioneer in modern dance. Gregory Ain, a very important LA architect. But listen to these next two. Bobby Castillo, pitcher for the Dodgers. But that's not why he's here. He taught Fernando Valenzuela the screwball, which changed the course of not just Fernando's career, but Dodger history. Look at the fan base. It's because of Bobby Castillo. That's dope. And maybe most important, Kenny Washington, he was the first black football player and he played for the L.A. Rams when they were originally the L.A. Rams in 1946. Don't forget, Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in baseball in 1947, but we never hear about Kenny Washington who did it a year prior in football. So there's another upcoming Ellie in a Minute episode. That's the Lincoln Tigers. Next up, the Lock Saints. Valerie Briscoe-Hooks all-time track and field, Cynthia Cooper Dyke, women's ba- Pioneer women's basketball player, Ozzie Smith, the wizard, shortstop, and Gerald Albright, a saxophonist. Los Angeles Center for Enriched Studies. They're known as the Unicorns, and maybe because there's only one that made the list, Patricia Arquette. LACES people, let me know who I forgot or who's not on here. Now Loyola, the oldest high school. In Los Angeles, still existing. The Cubs. Isidore Dockweiler. You may know Dockweiler Beach, named after this man. Anthony Williams. This one's interesting. The mayor of Washington, D.C. What? From 99 to 2008. That's an interesting one. Stan Chambers, legendary KTLA broadcaster. Greg Boyle, a.k.a. Father Greg Boyle, who founded Homeboy Industries, very important Los Angeles company. George Harriman, a cartoonist who came up with a cartoon called Crazy Cat that inspired basically every newspaper cartoon, every cartoonist you see since then. He went to Loyola. Wilfred Vondere, the founder of Vons, LA's real grocer, sponsored the 32 Olympics. Vons goes deep. That started because the man went to Loyola and a bunch of athletes. Next up is Manual Arts. They're called the Tommy Toilers? What the? I mean, is that right? That's what I'm seeing. John Arnett, early football player. Yvonne Brathway Burke. Frank Capra, early director. Goodwin Knight, the governor of California. Another LA school-producing governor. Jackson Pollock, the artist. That dude who painted those crazy designs. There's a movie about him played by Ed Harris. That dude went to Manual Arts. Mark Ridley Thomas, famous and beloved politician who will soon be serving time. And Rachel Robinson, wife of Jackie Robinson. Pretty dope. Next up, the Marlboro Mustangs. Opened in 1889. The best I got on that list is Suzanne Goyne, famous chef, AOC. It was a great restaurant. Lucas, Melissa Rivers, and Sasha Spielberg. The Mar- the, the Marshall Barristers. Barristers, attorneys. That's a good, funny nickname. Leonardo DiCaprio, Lance Ito, who presided over the OJ case, Tom Lavonge, uh, LA politician, Robert Lemley, who started Lemley. That's pretty impressive. And Andy Reid, famed, soon to be Hall of Fame NFL football coach. Marymount High Sailors, right there next to UCLA. Chloe, Kim, Courtney Kardashian. Again, Tatiana Ali told you she'd be back. And Chiada De Laurentiis, famous chef. But she's pretty dope. I used to watch her on Food Network. I like her. Good personality, great smile. like her. Narbon High. I always thought that was funny, Narbonne. The Gauchos. This is a small one, but a pretty powerful pound for pound. Bo Derek, who was such a 10 that she had a movie called 11. My dad had a, had a picture with her up on our walls. As I was growing up, kid you not. Quentin Tarantino and Morris Dickerson of the group War Low Ra Duh went to Narbonne. Okay, next up, North Hollywood High, the Huskies. Shout out to my dad, class of '69, North Hollywood alum. What up? I remember the first time he was walking the campus with me at a JV game, my first year at Monroe. And he'd always come to my, all my games, um, RIP pops, love you. But it was the first one that he came to, uh, early cause he wanted to walk around the campus and just see his old stomping grounds. And, uh, I'll never forget that. That was, that was cool. That's when, maybe that's when it started with me. Where, who went to what school? Who knows? But aside from my pops, you got Adam Carolla. You got John Williams, the superstar of all superstar composers, Star Wars, the Olympics. That's north Hollywood. Harry Anderson of Night Court. Mayim Bialik of Blossom and Super Brainiac, awesome, almost jeopardy host. Cuba Gooding Jr. shows up again. And Brian Austin Green. Next up, Notre Dame Knights. Right by my house. That's where I probably want my son going to high school. Anybody listening? Um, Ed Begley Jr., Rachel Bilson, Jamie Dixon, underrated basketball coach, Terry Donahue, best UCLA football coach in history, Kirsten Dunst, Greg Goosen, who started 10 Goose because there were 10 brothers that started a boxing gym that formed a powerhouse of boxers out of the valley in Van Nuys in the 1980s. Dope shout out. Also was a great baseball player made the big leagues. Hunter Green, Number two pick in the MLB draft. I think it was in 2016. Dude throws like 105 miles an hour. Rami Malik, Arash Markazi, former superstar journalist, somewhat maligned since then, but made a name for himself. Jack McDowell, Cy Young winner. Dave Navarro, guitarist. Numerous NFL kickers. Not just NFL players, but kickers. It's like kicker high. Pretty funny. Kai Forbath, Chris Saylor, guys like that. And John Carlos Stanton, one of the best sluggers in the MLB. So that's Notre Dame. They, they were very close to the top 10 also. Palisades, the Dolphins, great list here. Amy Alcott, superstar female golfer. Will I Am, Black Eyed Peas. Jeannie Buss, Steve Kerr, led the Warriors through their dynasty. Jennifer Jason Lee, volleyball duo and i remember this i don't know much about volleyball but these were some superstars kent steffies and randy Stoklos. they both went to pally kiki vandaway nba star and forrest whitaker those dolphins you go palisades dolphins next up a school i know well and a city i know well Reseda, the regents but man Somebody hit me up. I couldn't find any names that stood out the page. Somehow there were like six photographers that were of note and a few athletes, but no huge names. So, Reseda, I love you, but hit me up. I I need, need somebody to put on this list. Roosevelt Rough Riders. Lou Adler. Dude did a lot in the music industry. Leo Buscaglia, known as Dr. Love, you may remember. Gil Cedillo, I think he was the district attorney, somewhere high up in LA City. Paul Gonzalez, Gennaro Hernandez, the boxer, Chicanito, Edward Roybal, who now has a school named after him, and Antonio Villarigosa, former mayor. Next up, San Fernando Tigers, oldest high school in the San Fernando Valley, mind you. Denny Crum, Hall of Fame college basketball coach, Louisville, almost came to UCLA but didn't. George Lopez, who I know is Lopezuela, because when he threw out the first pitch to a Dodger game I was at, that's what was on the back of his number 34 jersey, and he fired it 70 miles an hour from the rubber right down the middle. Shout out, George Lopez. Also appreciate you having the San Fernando High baseball team on the show after they won the championship. Richie Valens also went to San Fernando. And a ton of politicians. Raul Bocanegra, Tony Cardenas, Nuri Martinez, Cindy Montañez, Alex Padilla. San Fernando produces. Let them know. San Pedro High, the Pirates, 1903. D.L. Hewley again. C. Waldo Powers, a famous architect, mostly known for his apartment buildings. Chances are if you see a really fancy high-end apartment building that's old school in L.A., that was C. Waldo Powers, like 20s and 30s. Brenton Wood. Oogham, oog 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 now, baby. That's San Pedro High right there. And then Willie Knowles, a basketball player turned preacher. Southgate Rams. Man, if it wasn't for music, there's not a bunch on this list, but the music that's on this list, pretty heavy hitting. Tom O'Reilly and Dave Lombardo from Slayer and Sendog and Mellow Man Ace. Founding members of Cypress Hill. Shout out, Sandog, follower, fan. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Silmar Spartans. Bunch of athletes, but the biggest name is Chewy. Chewy Bravo. You may know from the Chelsea Handler show. So, Silmar, if you got more big name people, let me know. Because I feel like that was shortchanged. I looked, couldn't find a lot. Let me know. Taft. Toreadores, who, by the way, have a new beautiful football complex. It's great. Jeff Fisher, football coach. O'Shea Jackson, who you might know as Ice Cube. Lisa Kudrow. Robin Wright, formerly Robin Wright Penn. Robin Yount, who made the big leagues right out of high school at 18 and ended up winning a couple MVPs and making the Hall of Fame. That's a big name. Quincy Watts, track and field legend. Venice Gondoliers, Beau Bridges, Crispin Glover, Tina Marie, Walter Cunningham, who was a pilot for Apollo 7, and Harry Snyder, founder, along with his wife Esther, of in and out That's a big, big, big one right there. Verdugo Hills, The Dons, A. Michael Baldwin, The Smothers Brothers, and Jan Brewer, the governor of Arizona. So not a huge list, but an interesting list. Governor Arizona always gets me. Washington High, which is known as the Generals, which I feel like is an unfortunate nickname because the Washington Generals, isn't that the team that the Harlem Globetrotters always beat up on? Why would you want to? Either way, their list is, is, is very interesting. Gil Garcetti. Hall of Fame wide receiver James Lofton. Hall of Famer Hugh McKellenahy, NFL. Joel Wax. You know him. You've seen his signs all over L.A. He's probably, if not the biggest, the biggest name, I think, in L.A. real estate, just by sheer volume. Art LeBeau went to Washington High, and so did Stanley Tukey Williams of the Crips. Very interesting list. I like that one. Washington, what up? Generals, okay. Let's go. Westchester High, the Comets. Decent list. Fairly new school, if you will. 1957. I mean, not new, but relative. There are the comments. Phil Hartman. Regina King. Nia Long. Volleyball coaching lesson legend Al Skates. So decent. Decent little list. Wilson High. The Mighty Mules. The best I got was Clarissa Rocio, the Playboy Playmate of the Year in 2011. Somebody hit me. Let me know what I missed from Wilson. Windward Wildcats. Jordan Canada. Hoop star. Female hoop star. Jacob Dylan, Anna Paquin. Jason Schwartzman. And now, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody in between, however you identify, we get to the elite, the Mount Rushmore of L.A. High School Mount Rushmores. And it's more than a, it's a double, two and a half Mount Rushmores. The top 10 alumni lists, according to In a Minute with Evan Lovett. Here we go. Number 10, the Crossroads Roadrunners. J.A. Adonde journalist, L.A. important. Sean Aston, Jack Black, Gary Coleman, Baron B. Diddy Davis. Zoe Deschanel. Brody Jenner. Jonah Hill's second appearance. Gwyneth Paltrow. Maya Rudolph. Liv Tyler. Not bad. Number nine. Dorsey Dons. Now, the school was named after Susan Miller Dorsey. I just had to look that up. She was the first female superintendent of the L.A. public school system. But they're the Dons, and apparently the female teams are the Donnas. I thought that was kind of cool, too. Sparky Anderson, Hall of Fame baseball message, uh, manager. Judge Joe Brown. Charles Bukowski, famous author. I mean, like, seminal reading for anybody's freshman year. Time called Bukowski a laureate of the American lowlife. Pretty dope. Pre uh, Like, Hunter Thompson-ish, but not really, but kind of adjacent. Keyshawn Johnson. Jody Watley. Robert Kardashian, the patriarch. Freeway Rick Ross, the real Rick Ross, one of the largest volume-pushing drug dealers of all time. Like I said, it's infamous and infamous, but he's known. And for the record, they had the longest list on the LAUSD Alumni History and Hall of Fame list. It was more than a page and a half. Very impressive. Number eight, Fairfax Lions. This is a big old doggy. Herb Alpert, David Arquette, slash, again, number two appearance, Steven Adler, Guns N' Roses. Shout out to my brother-in-law, Orlando. Tito and Jackie from the Jackson Five. Lenny Kraselberg, Olympic swimmer. Jack Kemp, congressman who ran for president, also Hall of Fame quarterback. Mila Kunis. Demi Moore. The entire Red Hot Chili Peppers. Phil Spector. L.A. politics legend, Zev Yaroslavsky. I mean, this one keeps on going mad ups to Fairfax. Number seven, this is going to be controversial because the list is short. But man, I was super excited about this. The names on this list are very, very important. And there's only five. But Polytechnic High School in Sun Valley, The Parrots. Philip On, Korean actor. This is before... I mean, this is in the, the mid-20th century, late-20th century. And again, Asians weren't getting a ton of roles. This guy did. That's important. Gail Goodrich, UCLA basketball player, NBA Hall of Famer. Ed Iskandarian, hot rod pioneer. But listen to these next two that graduated from Poly High. And I double triple check these because these are so awesome. These are Los Angeles all-time Hall of Famers. Mayor Tom Bradley went to Poly High. Now, this man was not only the first African-American mayor of Los Angeles. He served for 20 years as the mayor. He was beloved. 1973 to 1993. This dude is an LA legend. Ever heard of Tom Bradley International? Yep. That's from Tom Bradley. Polly, High. And also, Paul Revere Williams. Groundbreaking architect. Had to learn how to draw upside down because his white clients wouldn't even sit on the same side of the table with him. That dude went to poly. Some of the most famous buildings. You know, the theme building at LAX. Whoa, didn't even put that together. Theme building and the terminal, both poly High. But Paul Williams, so influential. His buildings are everywhere. LA landmark, man. Number six, Santa Monica, also the Vikings. I say also because Monroe Mine was the Vikings. This school's been open since 1891. So they got a head start, but it's a pretty good list. Dean Kane, Robert Downey Jr., Emilio Estevez, Rob Lowe, Sean Penn, Ronda Rousey. That one kind of surprised me. Charlie Sheen and Robert Wagner. Boom. Heavy hitters at Santa Monica. Number five, Hollywood High. Did you know they're called the Sheiks? I did not know that. That's interesting. Listen to this list. Carol Burnett, Norman Chandler, the guy changed the LA Times, publisher, LA Times, Frank Darabont, early and influential director, producer. Rod Dato, best college baseball coach of all time. Judy Garland, Sarah Jessica Parker, John Ritter, three's company. Mickey Rooney, Lana Turner, Judge Wapner, Rita Wilson. Warren Christopher, former Secretary of State. Lawrence Fishburne and James Garner. That is some names. Not surprising. It's Hollywood high, but still dope. Number three. Los Angeles High Romans. Leonor Annenberg of the Annenberg. Everything that's, there's an Annenberg in Westwood. There's Annenberg in uh, uh, Malibu. One of the biggest philanthropists in LA history. Earl Anthony. Fletcher Boron, early and important mayor of Los Angeles. Ray Bradbury. Fahrenheit 451. Charles Bukowski showing up again. Leo Carrillo. Yes, that was an actual person, not just a beach. Leo Carrillo went to Los Angeles High. Mary Emily Foy, who was one of the first superintendents of the LA Public Library in the 1800s. Dustin Hoffman, LA High. Stanley Mosk, namesake of the famous courthouse downtown that, by the way, was designed by Paul Revere Williams. Harvey Mudd of Harvey Mudd the College. George Desai, Paul Pink of Pink's, and Rosalind Wyman. Who was that? She was just the elected representative that pushed and pushed and pushed the O'Malley family to bring the Dodgers out to Los Angeles. So appropriate that that's Los Angeles high. And now we get to the top three. Woo! Here we go. Van Nuys High School. The Wolves. Paula Abdul. You know it. Come on. You love Paula Abdul. Ed Begley Jr. Ferdinand Mendenhall, the founder of the Daily News, influential Los Angeles newspaper. Don Prudhomme, early drag racer, 1940s. Jane Russell. Robert Redford. Natalie Wood Hall of Fame quarterback Bob Waterfield Hall of Fame pitcher Don Drysdale Alice Waters who basically invented and brought the nation California cuisine now she did it up in Berkeley and I had no idea that when I went to Shea Panisse with my wife in Berkeley Which is like just a legendary California, you know what I mean? Like arugula, wild this, and all this kind of stuff. Stuff that's normal now, but she was the one who invented it. But she went to Van Nuys High. That is so cool. And then, of course, someone you may know is Norma Jean Baker. Marilyn Monroe. So all that is Van Nuys High School, right in the middle of the valley. That's pretty cool. Number two slot. The Beverly Hills Normans. Somebody needs to tell me why they're called the Normans. I did a quick look. I didn't do an LA in a minute caliber look, but I just love, I couldn't, couldn't see it except for like the architect or somebody was named Norman, but I doubt that that was it. Okay, Corbin Bernson, who I will always love from major league and LA law. Albert Brooks, Nicholas Cage, Jamie Lee Curtis, Richard Dreyfuss, Nora Ephron, Carrie Fisher, Gina Gershon, who I had a major crush on. Jonathan Gold. Now, I've reported on Gold a few times. I did not know he went to Beverly Hills High, and that's cool. But he was a man of the people, so shout out. But did not know that. Angelina Jolie. Julie Kavner, voice of Marge on The Simpsons. I always said The Simpsons fame is the best fame because the people behind those voices are rich beyond belief, and you wouldn't even recognize most of them if they were sitting next to you at a restaurant. Pretty cool. Julie Kavner. Lenny Kravitz, Monica Lewinsky, Eric Menendez of the Menendez Brothers, Sam Nazarian, whose name is on the Nas, the Soraya at CSUN, one of the best uh, venues in all of San Fernando Valley, Rob Reiner, Antonio Sabato Jr., David Schwimmer, Pauly Shore, Slash also went to Beverly Hills High, Tori Spelling, and listen to this one just to drive it home, Way back in the day, class of nineteen forty, Beverly Hills High, Betty White, beloved Beverly Hills. That's a good list. That's a damn good list. Look, frankly, I kind of biased. I didn't want to rank Beverly Hills that high, but you can't I couldn't argue that. They're they're legit. Okay. Number one. And this could be controversial, controversial, but you let me know. You let me know university high go wildcats jeff bridges i mean they would be number one just based on big lebowski alone end of story if you ask me but no there's more but jeff bridges james Brolin, david cassidy john densmore and robbie krieger both of the doors one of my favorite all-time bands i'm I'm usually a hip-hop guy but the doors man they break on through if you catch my drift even into any genre Danny Elfman, who probably behind John Williams is the most famous composer, uh, at least of in the Hollywood sphere. I believe he actually did the Simpsons uh, um, score, the Simpsons theme. Judy Garland, Jane Harmon, Kathy Koner Zuckerman. Who's that? Gidget, the real Gidget. Marilyn Monroe also spent a year at university. Remy Nadeau, who wrote Los Angeles from Mission to Modern City. One of my favorite books about histo- contemporaneous historical Los Angeles. Randy Newman. You ever heard I Love LA? Yeah, I think you have. Every Dodger win. Every Laker win. Randy Newman went to university. Frank Sinatra Jr. Tone Loke. Wow, thing. And Elizabeth Taylor. Now that is a list right there. So University High number one. And woo, That is a rundown of famous alumni from Los Angeles high schools. And it's not comprehensive. I'm sure I missed a school. And I'm positive I missed some of the big dogs. So let me know. Leave me a comment. Again, the post will be up Friday. The daily stories will be up every day. Tell me who's too high. Which school's too low? What was your favorite list of L.A. high school alum? I love the feedback we've been getting so far, so keep that up. That is a That was a fun list. I, I eat that stuff for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I hope you enjoyed that segment because I had a lot of fun with it. And speaking of a lot of fun, if you're going to do one thing in L.A. this week, do this. Go to the L.A. Public Library. I mean, what could be more fun? No, I'm serious. I'm serious. I thought they were archaic outdated who uses the library anymore we have the internet but then having a kid i rediscovered what a gem our library system really is and since this is back to school episode i am tying this in and it's legit because did you know that the la public library system is 150 years old i mean this is la during the wild west i always talk about it but it's the most violent place in the world but we're sitting here starting an la public library system in the 1870s that is awesome And before you insert punchline about, you know, thing to do or how fun it is, I can tell you, man, the libraries now, if you haven't been in a minute, they're modern. They're outfitted with good computers, internet, all the new media stuff. But for me, the books is where it's at. And look, it's still an arcane system. Like, oh, that'll be right in section 743.C2A. But the people who work at the library are super nice and they will literally show you to your book. Or you just browse like me and my son do and my wife and we just find some and check it out. Because the books are free and there's no late fees anymore. And you get to keep the book for like 21 days and you can check it out again if you like. This is a major public resource. When I say major... I'm talking about the LA public library system serves 19 million residents in the LA metropolitan area. That is the largest population of any public library system in the US. It is the third most print material of any system in the United States. And it is quote, one of the biggest and best regarded library systems in the nation. 72 branches, 6.7 million volumes, pieces to read, use, check out. The LA Public Library is a gem. Again, there's 72 branches. One is by you. You need to check it out. But you know me, I can't. I can't talk about something without getting into history. So let's just go back. I'm gonna keep this brief. But come on, how did the library start in the 1870s when people there were lynch mobs and vigilantes and people were hanging people on the street? But yet you had enough civility to start libraries. Great story. So. The library was founded in December 1872 at a meeting at the, what was called the Merced Theater. It was the first building constructed for theater arts. This was Maine and Arcadia downtown. And the California governor, John Downey, came to Los Angeles to preside over this meeting. That's how important the library was. And for the frame of reference, Los Angeles' population at the time that they start their public library system was 5,728 people. So by 1873, the library opened on the Downey Block, Temple in Maine, and had two reading rooms and tables, newspaper racks, and shelves, and 750 books. Some people have that in their house these days. There was also a small room with tables set up for checkers and chess that was just as popular as that reading room. So this is 1873, small, humble start. And the city council established the LAPL, made it a department of the city, and so the city would apportion funds to run the library. By 1880, Mary Foy, who I mentioned in schools, was appointed the city librarian, the city's first female head, and one of the first females in Los Angeles to run any department. This is groundbreaking. But not groundbreaking enough that the library really was a library as we think of it. Because it was shuttling locations. And I'm talking at one point, the Central Library was at a department store on Broadway and 8th. The department store was known as the Hamburger Department Store. Not because of the food, but because of the person's name. So think about that. This is how far we've come. The library, the Central Library was in a department store right in between women's wear and furniture on the fifth story. So till 1908, that's where Central Library was. But by 1910, people realized what was up, and Andrew Carnegie made a huge endowment, a gift for the building of six branch libraries, the Royal Seco, Boyle Heights, Cahuenga, Lincoln Heights, Vermont Square, and Vernon. I went to Vermont Square, which is the current oldest, it was built in 1913. And man, those buildings are beautiful and all the library buildings are nice they're all different they're all unique i really do appreciate that um again this underrated la architecture of our infrastructure libraries are a big part of that so make sure you check that out so vermont square i went to it's the oldest one so dope 110 years old but thus began the aggressive expansion and growth of the system so finally they're petitioning. they're petitioning for a permanent home for the central library and it opened in 1926. Now this is a beautiful, beautiful building. In downtown Los Angeles. Bertram Goodhue was the architect. Opened in 1926. And it's still a beacon to the city. It is absolutely gorgeous. You can enter on all four sides. At the time, it was one of the tallest buildings around. And I learned an interesting fact that they actually rent out their airspace. So uh, skyscrapers could be built. Nearby, which is pretty cool, and it's another way that they get funding. But Bertram Goodhue designed the building; it was constructed in 1926, and it was his last work because he actually died suddenly, and he never even got to see it finished. But it was a beautiful work and a legacy. And for those last 97 years, the library's just been growing. And like I said, it is one of the best-regarded systems in the entire country. Use it; it is a great resource. The buildings are great. And honestly, it is a fun way to spend these days, especially these hot days. They're air conditioned. Stay inside, read, learn. That's what I do. That's where I get a lot of my books and my ideas, man. So go to the library. That is one thing to do in LA this week. So thank you for listening to episode 29 of In a Minute with Evan Lovett. Seriously, thank you for joining me on this journey around our city. We love LA. Randy Newman, shout out. If you like the podcast, give me the five star. And if you love it, give me a review. It helps. It really, really helps. We be on the charts. We get more distribution. We're unrecommended. Don't forget to follow and subscribe. Thank you again for supporting In A Minute with Evan Lovett. All right, y'all. It's been a minute.